You're listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. It says, after this, he went out being Jesus. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi or Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And leaving everything, he rose and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his house, and there was a large company of tax collectors and others reclining at table with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes grumbled at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God, I just pray that you would speak tonight. Holy Spirit, I thank you how you have already been preparing our hearts for this word. God, I just pray that we would have ears to hear it and that we would be ready to apply your word to our life tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ahead and give a high five to your neighbor as you sit down. High five, fist bump, handshake, you know, whatever you want to do. Awesome. Okay, so for those of you, for those of you who go to a, a public or a private school, raise your hand if you like lunchtime. Okay, no, I'm not talking about the food. Raise your hand if you like the break from school. You get to hang out with your friends for a little bit, right? Yeah. Lunchtime can be pretty fun. Okay, put your hands down. Do you usually sit with the same people? Some of you do. Okay, do you usually then sit even at the same table? Right? Maybe as long as someone else doesn't get there first. I remember those days when I was in high school and we had, you know, like one or two tables that we usually sat at. And I was always so annoyed when someone got there first. Because then I was like, man, I have to find a new spot. Right? We can get to be creatures of habit. We just want to stay in the same place because we get comfortable. Once we've sat our butt in the same chair day after day, we get comfortable. And when we're comfortable, it becomes a habit, right? We start to make it part of our routine. So tonight, we are going to look at two different things when it comes to spending time with people who don't know Jesus or unbelievers or sinners, whatever you want to call it. The Bible refers to it as sinners. I would just say people who don't know Jesus, okay? Two things that we're going to look at. The first thing is that we need to have a Christian huddle, not a bubble. Have a Christian huddle, not a bubble. Okay, so what does a bubble do, right? Bubble says, stop. You can't come any closer. Right? We even have the phrase where we talk about personal bubbles. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Your personal bubble. Raise your hand if you're a person who likes their personal bubble. Likes their personal space. That's totally me. Man, I had, I had a boss at the last place I worked. It's not here. It's not Pastor Jesse, okay? The last place I worked, and he was just like a close talker. <laughs> if he was relaying something to me or talking, he would just get like this. And he was really tall, so he was like kind of bent over when he was talking to me. And I was just like, dude, 
back up. Like, I can hear you. You don't need to stand so close to me. I want my personal space, right? We have this bubble, and what that's saying is, like, don't come into my space. This is my space. That's your space. Stay over there, right? And the point of the bubble is to keep people out. We're trying to keep people out. So back in 2001, which is like when around a lot of you were born, that's terrifying. 2001, there was this movie called Bubble Boy. Raise your hand if you've ever seen Bubble Boy. Oh, wow. Okay, more of you than I thought. That's exciting. Okay, so here's a picture of Bubble Boy from the movie. So the premise of this movie is this boy spent his whole life in this bubble that was made like by his mom or something because he didn't have an immune system. So if you know what immune system is, it's what helps fight off sickness, right? So he didn't have one, so he had this bubble. And then, of course, along comes a girl, right? Along comes a girl, and so he goes across country to try and chase her down, to try and marry her. I don't remember that whole part of it because I didn't really care. But all the while, he was in this plastic bubble trying to go across country, this bubble that was supposed to keep all of the sickness away from him, right? It was there to ensure that nothing touched him. He didn't want anything to touch him. Like, you even see those gloves, Like, they would use them from the outside if they needed to do something as well, right? Like, cut his hair. They would use the gloves on the inside. He didn't want anything to touch him. We don't want to have a Christian bubble. We don't want to surround ourselves with Christians so that nothing unclean touches us. We don't want to be in this Christian bubble that says, stop, You can't join us. You can't sit with us. Right? Name that movie. Go. Mean Girls. Yes. And in case you missed it, the point of that movie is that you don't want to be the mean girl. Being the mean girl isn't cool. It doesn't bring you happiness. So 2 Peter 3.9 says, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Guys, God's heart isn't to leave anyone out. God's heart is to bring people to himself. And as we walk up to the table that Jesus is at, he makes room for us. If there's not a chair there, he pulls a chair up. He doesn't push Abby out and say, well, she has to leave. No, he brings a chair to the table and he makes room. In fact, he says, I've actually been saving you a spot. I knew that you were going to come and so I saved you a spot right next to me. Because God wants everyone at his table You see, that concept of inclusion, allowing everyone in, has historically been hard for us as humans. That concept of of letting everyone in, that's why we have cliques, right? If you go into school, if you even come here, there's cliques. 
We, we like to be around people who are like-minded, people who are like us. And so we start to form these little groups. You see, the Jewish people in the Bible times, they were no different. They were one big clique because they were God's chosen people, right? They were his prized possession. But then Jesus came and he was like, hey, guys, you aren't the only ones. You aren't the only people that I'm going to die for. You aren't the only people that God created. Galatians 3 says, For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. You see, Paul had to have a heart-to-heart with the Jews. He had to sit them down and be like, look, salvation is for everyone. It's no longer just for you. It's for everyone else. Those people, the people that you've been hating, yeah, they're also loved by God. So who do you need to invite to your table? When you go back to school in a few weeks, who do you need to invite to sit at your table? Point number two, we need to have a heart of compassion, not pity. When it comes to to sharing the gospel, to talking about Jesus, have a heart of compassion and not pity. So let's kind of define those two words. So pity, pity is having sympathetic sorrow for one who is suffering. That doesn't sound all bad, right? Right? Are you with me? You listening? Okay. That doesn't sound all bad. But let's be honest. When we hear the word pity or when we think of it, we usually don't see it positively. Because usually we say, like, I don't need your pity. Right? That's a pretty common phrase for people to say. Like, I don't need your pity. Because pity just says, well, that must suck. At least that's not me. I wonder what they did wrong to end up where they are. What did they do that got them to where they are? See, pity doesn't offer a solution. There's no problem solving. And sometimes it even rides the line of, I'm better than you. Pity doesn't offer help. So what is compassion then? Compassion is sympathetic consciousness of another's distress together with a desire to alleviate it. So you're sympathetic, but from your sympathy comes the desire to do something about it. Compassion says, wow, that must suck. How can I help? What can I do to help you? I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. How can I pray for you? Can we pray right now? I don't care what you did to get there, and God doesn't care either. Compassion comes from love. I love you, and so I want to help you. I love you, and I want you to experience what I'm experiencing. Matthew 9, 35, 
And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Say compassion. He had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Do you guys know what happens right after this? The story in the Bible, do you know what happens right after? No. Good try, though. Right after this is when Jesus sends out his disciples. Do you guys remember us talking about that last week? That was the game plan that we walked through. What Jesus said to his disciples when he sent them out. He sends them out right after seeing the crowds and having compassion because he did something. His compassion moved him to send out his disciples, to send more workers, to reach more people, to heal the sick, right? To bring the sinners to repentance. Because Jesus was moved by compassion. And so we too should be moved by compassion. We should be moved to do something with that. Out of Jesus' compassion, he huddled his disciples together. He made a game plan with them, and then he sent them out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, go to myeternity.com slash wild. Or you can join us in person on Wednesdays from 6.30 to 8.30 at Eternity. Yeah.